The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Don't call it a comeback because technically it's not, it's not a comeback. We've been here for years. We just haven't did an episode for a while. It's that simple. It's, it's, it's that simple. It's, it's been a while. I knew he was going to go there. I knew you said it to get me to do that actually. So uh, uh, thank all, you. For all that. about getting you there. Yep. Thank you. Oh yeah. You're, you are all about getting me there. You always have been. Yep. You that's, just never finished me for some oh, reason. Oh wow, dude. That's never. enough. That's enough. I'm talking about when we play Mortal Kombat. I, I, well, Finish him! You know, that one game, I could never get the fatalities. Never. No, I was terrible at that shit. Like, everyone's like, oh, it's, it's, it's easy. This, this, this. I'm like, my hands don't work that quick. Yeah, mine don't either. I could do the Street Fighter shit. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't do the Mortal Kombat shit. It's crazy the things that happen here. Neil, did you play? Did you, did you mm-hmm. end any of those? I got yeah. into Tekken for a minute. Tekken was good. Yeah, a little too much. A little too much. Yeah. I was uh, so, uh, I was Scorpion. In Mortal Kombat. Always wanted to pull the spine out. Yeah, it's fun. Couldn't do it. It was always fun to say, get over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that, like the best part. And it was also the, like, if you had Scorpion and you were good with him, you just, just kept doing it, beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Throw him across. No reason back. to do anything else. Yeah. You just do that. I think it was like back, back, forward, forward, high punch. It was. That is what it is. Look at uh, Neil. We're like 40 years old, and we were, <laughs> Neil, Neil, Neil's remembering that shit. Dude, I'd look like I was playing with my feet right now if I tried that. Yeah. And I still play video games, just not that kind. Yeah, I don't I don't play any video games, really. I, do I, don't, I don't play I do, literally none. I do the first-person shooter, play Warzone, um, you know, like an hour, a couple nights a week. I do Horrible. Not. I am hot garbage. But it's still fun. But, uh, you know, I'm, uh, now I'm bad, but I'm thinking about just doing a Twitch. Yeah. You still playing in Darius Geis' Rape League? <laughs> hey, he was let off of that. That's... <laughs> and and promptly accused all over again. What was he? I didn't yes. see that. I didn't That's see why that. nobody signed him. Oh, like, okay. as soon as he got out, it's like, oh, yeah, this girl at LSU that you know, she's now saying, anyways, we I, don't, we don't want to get into was, all the rapey uh, bastards of the world. I thought that was uh, already addressed in all the... But anyway. No, 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 no. New new allegations, like the, the moment. You know how that... You so know. he probably, like... Spent all of his money to pay the first one off, probably, and then the second one <laughs> but, it's like, yeah. But technically, no. she was the first one because I, I did hear about that, like during the strike. No, it was a, it was a new, uh, and, oh my god, a new new. Like you know, this is this is a uh, he's working on Deshaun Watson level numbers. Oh my god, yeah, 
Speaking of which, let's talk about this real quick before we get into, and by the way, folks, occasional episode. This isn't coming back every Friday. We just want to tease you a little bit and then go away for a while again and then come back and finish you off. But anyways, uh, the the premise of today's episode is going to be just our thoughts on the fantasy season. What we're doing, What we're it's not going to be that scripted or laid out. We had a few people say they missed our voices. We just wanted to give you our voices. And with that being said, real quick, the Deshaun Watson smoke, the whole Miami's the front runner. Can we can we get a round table uh, you know, dice or no dice on this? There's not a chance you give up a potential to a, a potential franchise quarterback to take whatever might happen with Deshaun Watson. No, and well and the thing the the, the thing so far is to a doesn't seem like he would be involved in the deal. It would just be a straight picks deal. See, I had seen some, I'd seen something that said uh, in relation with two the one the one article I saw, which this is just time a glance, around, and I'm like, I, I, I disregard I've not seen it. that. It, I completely the, disregard. The it. thinking is, if you're not sold on Tua, a franchise quarterback is, is allegedly going to last you ten plus years. Right. If you have, if you had to wait two three years of delays from the Sean Watson, you got seven years of a franchise quarterback that's already been proven. Right. My only thoughts on it are I don't want him on the team uh, and uh, until he's proven innocent. Okay, let, let no me, interest. I want to. What did you just say? If you have to wait two or three years on Deshaun Watson, you still got a franchise guy for the for seven plus years. Yeah. If you okay, but if you have to wait on him, like he gets suspended and comes back in two or three years, no, he, he's he's saying uh, stuff to blow over and whatever comes down the line. Oh no! I don't want any of that noise on my team. Oh, well, I don't either. I, I, I wouldn't either. I'm just he's, spe- he's I, saying I'm sp- if they do, that's I'm, the- I'm speaking on t- as, as to a lot of teams' rationale. Because right. would you wait, say if you were the? But what, example, are, what are the picks? If you if you write WFT, would you wait three years for Peyton Manning to come to your team? Probably. You okay? You wait three years for Peyton Manning? Well, not now, but you know. No, you, no, no I, I know what you're saying, but but Peyton Manning was not being you know. Accused of raping twenty women. I'm not. I'm not saying why he does crap. Or, or yeah, we're, we're just talking about refer to. I don't know what the Neil's simply talking about. How long are you willing to wait on a franchise quarterback? If if it takes a couple years for him to get cleared, and you made that move, and then two years down the line you've got a Tua with draft with value you could trade for picks, and you could keep Deshaun Watson and just roll on through a couple yep. Super Bowls probably with that guy. Uh, Whatever. I mean, I, I don't. I don't trust any yeah. of it. I don't want him. I don't want the picks to be given up for him. If he was proven innocent, which would be extremely hard to do, uh, sure. I guess if you want to do something there, but I don't want to give up three firsts and two seconds. And the last report I saw was Miami was balking at that hardcore. Like, yeah, you're crazy. Hmm. They're going to have to come down their asking price considerably. Uh, I, I mean, considerably, a- like late round picks. Like uh, one first and one second. I don't know if I'd give that for him. I not, would. not well. Ah, man, see, you want to so give up tricky. You okay? So you want to give up a first and a second, or a first and a third starters on your team, right? P- people you're building around. While you, oh, by the way, still have Tua in in this scenario. You're gonna give that up for a guy who might not play for you. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a good move. Period. We talk about scratch off tickets all the time. Yeah, he's a primitive commodity. That's a tentacles scratch off. Also, if there was some information out there that sh- that was pointing to him being set up and not being guilty, then I I, I would be okay burning a, a one and a two. That that being said, the 
organization would have to know something because so far it looks like Tua is capable of being a franchise quarterback. At least that's what they say out of camp. That At least that's what we saw in the preseason. To me, he looks accurate and precise. I just don't think he's ever going to have that Josh Allen big arm. You know, there's there's not going to be He's, I don't think he's ever going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be a perennial top five or top seven well, guy. Well, I, I wouldn't even it? go that far. I don't think he's going to be that Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Brett Favre, be able to fucking make these spectacular, but he could be Peyton Manning, accurate, precise, mid-range, and enough arm strength to hit a deep shot. I, I just, I, I mean, I think, I think he has a Peyton Manning ceiling as far as he's just a cerebral quarterback, accurate, can make all the throws, but you're not getting the 80-yard bomb out of him like you would Trey Lance, you know, Zach Wilson, these these younger quarterbacks now that have the freaking rocket launcher arms. Anyways, let's not get stuck on Deshaun too much. We want to talk about our our fantasy season because we haven't talked about it at all for you guys. I'm sorry, what's the, the knock on to his arm, though? Because I've, I've never seen anything it, that made it made me not think he could, you know, drive the ball deep. It shouldn't be a knock because it is good enough, but it is being compared to the Zach Wilsons and Josh Allen's of the world that can literally flick their wrist and throw it eighty yards downfield. Tua can probably max out at seventy, whereas all these new I know yeah, who the, needs the, more okay, than seventy? Who needs seventy? Not I mean it hardly ever do you. I mean, just that, and it's not as much of a knock. It's like, yeah, he can make all the throws, but he, he can't launch it like Allen. Like, yeah, but it's only a hundred yard football field, folks. Yeah, you know, he's not throwing from the one every time he takes a snap. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Yeah, okay. Aaron Rodgers has made a career out of throwing from the opposing thirty and putting it in the end zone. You know what I mean? And he can do all the rest of the things. I think that's where the Tua thing comes in. It's like, yeah, Tua can do ninety eight percent of it, but can he do that Josh Allen throw? No, he can't. Whoopty shit. Close enough. Close enough. NFL quarterback. Peyton Manning was not a rocket arm, but Peyton Manning is better than every rocket arm that's ever played. Yeah. Mostly. Than every rocket arm? Absolutely better. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a rocket. I mean, I'll take Peyton Manning's ever. I will too right now, but maybe by the time it's said and done, it's debatable between the two. Fair enough. You know, Dan Marino kind of Elway, they had rocket launchers too. Joe Montana did not. Montana and Peyton are way up there, and that's yeah. two guys that did not have rocket launchers for arms. But speaking of then you arms, got Marcus Russell's out there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, can launch it, but can't get it near anybody's hands. And Dwayne Haskins, Demarcus Russell, kind of the same guy. Real quick, not Dwayne Haskins. Real me. quick, Dwayne Haskins Cardo experiment James. not going to work in my opinion. I he's got. I if if he's still next year and or there next year, it's only one year contract, of course. Um, then. A year behind a, a, shot. a year behind Ben, a full year learning from Ben. I think that's hugely beneficial for him. I think it makes him a stopgap. I agree. I think it makes him a one to two year stopgap after they draft a quarterback. I've seen nothing this preseason suggesting that Dwayne Haskins is going to be the next guy up for more than one year, two years max. Same old, same old. Yeah, I mean it's not as bad. You know, it's there's a new commitment to the game, but I, I'm not seeing it in his accuracy. Right. It's not that he's looked other than the last game. He didn't look, hadn't looked bad. No, but, but, it's, it's but you gotta look. You, I mean, it, it's Vard- against twos and threes. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. As, as Tom says, you know, uh, he needs more varsity experience, so to speak. He needs to be playing ones with ones. You know, 
if he's not doing that, who's he throwing it to? Right? You know what I mean? Right. You're not, if you're not throwing it to, you know, their starters, you know, the Juju's and Deontay's and those guys, who are you throwing it to? His ceiling is Andy Dalton to me. Uh, his ceiling's above Andy Dalton. But the problem is his floor is Jamarcus Nathan Russell. Peterman. <laughs> yeah. His, and, I'm, and we all know that I'm a Haskins apologist. So. His floor is better than Rudolph and the, the former Steeler, um, Doug Hodges now. but <laughs> Yeah. But I don't know. Mason Rudolph might be better. No, yeah, he might be better. If anything, he has less punchable face than Mason Rudolph. <laughs> he <laughs> absolutely has a less punchable <laughs> face, one hundred percent for sure. Roundtable time. Get it started off. Make it hot. Arms. Any big names this year that you are not counting on or wanting to draft? Which we don't do a lot of redraft. Just throwing that out there. We're dynasty IDP guys, but. Who are you not targeting, and who are you trading if you have them? Give me one or two names. We'll go around the table. Big names you want no part of on your fantasy team. Or if you have them, you want value right now before the season starts. Right now, I will walk away from every Denver skill player. Specific. Cortland Sutton. Okay. Um, Jerry Judy. I'm all in on Judy. I disagree. I mean, and, and, and Fant. All in. I, I, love I disagree. Fant. I like Fant, but I'm not all in. I'm, you, I, I'm all in on Judy. Are you really that down on t- um, on two gloves? Teddy two gloves, yeah. Why? Because what, what reason has he, has he given you to say that he's done poorly? DJ Moore and, uh, you know, Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson were just fine last year. Last I remember, they, they he supported him just pretty well. He was really in the MVP running at one point in time also. Dude, I just I don't think he's going to sustain it. He, he was a, he's not great, but he he, he can he can do he can do it. And he, like they'll be yes. fine. He's substantially better than Locke. Oh yeah. Definitely better than Locke, but I just don't I, I he's not going to help them hit their ceilings, but he is going to help them go a little past their floors. Cortland Sutton's a guy who can get you, you know, 1410. He's not going to be in that range, you know. I don't. I can't. I don't know if you know. Uh, Judy ends up with you know that we're wanting an eleven hundred yard season out of him. Judy's the beneficiary to me because Judy's it's the get runner, open yeah. route runner guy, and Teddy Bridgewater works very well mm-hmm. with those guys. But Teddy Bridgewater did fine with Robbie Anderson last year. I'm not. I, I'm not like super excited, but I feel the accuracy is going to help those guys out more than Drew Locke throwing uncatchable balls like he did last year. Do you know? Judy, Jerry Judy had the highest percentage of uncatchable balls thrown him his way in the league last year. <laughs> Sounds right. In particular, someone who's who's good enough to be uh, always be yeah. open. He not caught, he caught open, less but... than half his targets because most of his targets were out of reach. Wow, that's that's pathetic. It's pathetic. Teddy Two Gloves is going to remedy that at least some. So you don't like Denver skill players? Anyone else that you're hands off of right now? Any position? Just a guy that if you had him earlier, you traded him. Or a guy that someone's thrown on the trade block and you're like, no, I'm good. That That is typically good. That is typically wanted in fantasy. I mean, I, I feel like this is something I talk about every year, but I'm, I still want no, no part of Joe Mixon. Okay, that's a good one. Like everyone, you know, it's every year the hype comes through the offseason. Mixon's look great or Mixon's this. And, you know, adding Burrow in, he's going to – no. <coughs> Mixon's just not good. No, 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 no. The problem there, the points per game is good. Mixon's just not reliable enough to give you a whole season of that 16 points per game. Well, fair enough. But, I, I mean, I, I feel like he's seen too many games to where he's, you know, there's 14 carries and it's like 24 yards or something stupid. You know, just a, his floor seems so low to me. Can't overlook the shitty offensive line that he has to play it, behind the, every year. It didn't improve. 
No, it didn't. That's why you know I'm, I mean? that's why I understand you saying that because you are right. I'm not I have a Joe Mixon share in the league. I'm not excited about it. Like I'm not doing anything with it because how many running backs can you count on to get seventy five percent or more of the workload? Mixon's one of the only ones, so I've got to hold on to him, but I'm not excited about it. If someone offered me a similar value running back wise straight up, I'd take it because I'm not excited about Mixon either. But I'm not looking. I'm not looking to sell him unless I get paid. I, I've got to get in return something that's going to make my team better because Mixon is. He's not going to split the carries with Samaji P. Ryan. No, it's, it's just not happening. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll throw mine out there. I want no part of Kenny Galladay. I don't want a single share. If I have a share, I want rid of it. it I'm, I was about to say on on the same front with Swift. Also, I am. You nailed. You you gave me yes. my second one. Kenny Literally. Galladay and DeAndre Swift are the two guys I want no part of. I, I just, at their cost. To me, it's just too much fear for me. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And I'm eating up all the shares I can of Jamal Williams, for that matter. Yeah. Because I like Jamal Williams in Green Bay. He looked good. DeAndre Swift, I don't think. I just, I don't. He's talented. But two things working against him. A, Detroit Lions. <laughs> B, he, he's, he's just nicked up all the time. He's hurt now. He's probably not going to play week one. <laughs> I mean, I, the, I want no part of him. The, the most... It, in a vacuum, the most talented wide receiver on the team plays tight end. T.J. Hawkinson. That's 100% true. Like that's, that's sad. Yeah, Brashard Perryman's number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah Brashard <laughs> Perryman is their theoretical number one target. It's bad. There's not even a sleeper on that team. Like, yes, all you in fantasy land can be like, Quintel Cephas, I'm on St. Brown. Whatever, St. Brown. No, I'm, I'm, no thanks. Like, maybe as my sixth or seventh wide receiver with a little bit of upside, sure, but there's no Detroit wide receiver I'm targeting either, thinking, like, this guy's going to help they me. Well they uh, might as well bring back Scotty Vines, Herman Moore, and a couple other guys, right? Please do. Please do. Herman you- Moore is leaps and bounds above <laughs> better than every receiver on this team. Yeah. And that's sad. And, and uh, to me, it's not Swift's talent, not an issue. It's the entire game is going to have to run through Swift. And everyone's going to know. Yeah. Marvin Jones yeah. and Ta- Marvin Jones and Tate are like, <laughs> like, come on, like, please, they, like, just, like leaps and bounds better. Like, exactly. That's <laughs> you know they just cleared the cupboard and they're like, we're going to roll with, you know, two, a hey, great value uh, brand wide receivers. Uh, yeah, no, they really are. And Tyrell Williams, yeah, he's a, he's a, a previously a thousand yard receiver, but it's like ten catches for a hundred yards apiece over the course of a season. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I mean that's just what uh Williams was. I mean, it showed he can't he can't be a number one receiver. Um Perriman had what, a blip on the radar of being number one ish quality wise. Yeah, for a moment. But, and it took a while to get there. Yeah, I mean years. Long time. Literally years to get there. So yeah, I I'm I'm out on basically the entire Lions team too. <laughs> Neil, who else are you out yeah, on besides that, Swift? And the only one I, I would do, I would basically move is on based on value is uh, is all I mean arms to disagree would be Zeke. I'm with you there as well. Um, he's got an uptick, and I guess in his hype right now, people are expecting a bounce back season from him. Therefore, his value is a little higher than it should be, and I would go and move him because I, I don't trust him. The line hasn't gotten better. Nothing's changed to make him better. Yeah, and, and that's kind of a mix in deal too because again. He's he's going to get seventy five percent or more right. of the workload. Absolutely, and for that reason, I'm going to keep him if I can't get value. But if somebody offers me the right value, oddly enough, say Joe Mixon, 
Because <laughs> yeah. Mixon's going to get more catches. A Gibson, more than anybody like that. Oh, Antonio Gibson, give me Gibson all day over yeah. Mixon and Zeke. Not because I think he's going to outperform them. It's I I think he's going to outperform them for the long haul. Like I feel like Zeke is losing a half a step right now. Antonio Gibson is is a is a hot name. I want that longevity, and I want to bail on some of these guys before it's too late. Swift, Galladay, Zeke. Not so much mixing. I wouldn't say bail before it's too late. He's still young, but I just don't love owning him. But I'm I'm with you on Zeke. 100%. Isn't Zeke younger than Mixon though? No, no. I mean, it's sure a, ne- neither it's one like of them. Are if, old. if anything, a year apart. But I'm actually Maybe with you apart. on fading Zeke because people are you know this bounce back. The you know they have all these skill positions. You got to cover the pass now. Blah blah blah. People are expecting a uh, an eight you know that eighteen hundred yard yard rookie like season out of Zeke that's not coming back no definitely not that that that's the downside for me like you the value like you're saying people are wanting to pay like he's a top five running back they're one year apart by the way I and guess. I and who's who's older Zeke Zeke okay not that that matters 25 and 26 but you, you know you consider the mileage Zeke has racked up since 2016 it's you know there's there's reason for concern for me but I, I thought that about Julio Jones three or four years ago too. But he, just keeps, he was fine. He keeps doing doing Julio Jones things when he's probably not this year. He's another guy I want no part of. To be honest with you, Julio. Why? I I just don't. Well, you look at last year, and he he didn't light it up last year. I mean, he was fine when he was on the field, he's but he was up. he was dinged up yet again, and now he's going to an offense that has Derrick Henry, and you know this isn't the Atlanta Falcons. This isn't Matty Ice slinging the ball five hundred times a year. This is Tannehill slinging it 400 times a year, and you got A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Julio will be fine if he stays on the field. He'll be top 15 if he stays on the field, but I'm not. He hasn't even practiced or played in a fucking preseason game this year. And it's not because they're trying to keep him healthy. It's because they're waiting on him to get healthy. I mean, he, and I'm just, you know, I'm just starting to want to get away from some of these guys like them and Duke Johnson who just can't get back in the league because he's, you know, he's done before the time he's 30. Worrisome. The league is getting worrisome. The the young shiny things are trophy wives. The league likes trophy wives. Teams yep. like trophy wives. Some of the older players just aren't getting the respect that they. Uh, eh, I guess you could say deserve. But I just I think Julio. I think the swan song is coming for Julio. Not as he's not effective. Just his snap count. I think is going to start decreasing. I just don't see him being – I think the best years are, are gone, and that's what I'm trying to get at. Oh, there. I don't want in on someone whose best years are gone, but a name like Julio Jones, no one's giving him to you cheap. No. So what are you, what are you doing? Name-wise, that wide receiving core is crazy. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good tight end, good running back. I mean, that team's stacked on paper. Right, and they're probably going to be pretty damn good. Who is a – we won't go super deep. We'll go super deep in a minute. Arms, who is a few guys that are not uh, considered Tier 1 caliber players, but you expect them to take the next step and help win your fantasy leagues this year? So, uh, Some of your favorite guys, guys you've acquired this year, or tried to at least. Well, terrible offers from you. So, I mean, you probably yeah, haven't yeah. actually acquired <laughs> Absolutely right. So, one of them is connected to Kenny Galladay. I think Darius Slayton actually is a beneficiary because he, he's not a number one receiver. He's not going to be able to handle number one coverage, but he can handle number two coverage. Right. And if Galladay can stay on the field, 
then he's facing up you know against a, a lesser tier uh, cornerback. I think it helps him a little bit as far as his target counts. He's he's quality whenever he you know catches the ball. Right. Seems like he gets in the end zone twice or not at all. But I, I think his targets actually go up this year because you know he's going to be open. Okay. I'm not a believer in you know Danny Dimes. We all know that, but right. No, I'm not either. And and for that reason alone, I I don't want I don't want Slayton. But at the price, I I would gladly accept the Darius Slayton trade because I agree with you. I think if Galladay's on the field, it does benefit Slayton quite a bit, and I think we could see, you know, some of the flashes turn into a year long thing, and him actually finish as, as a top twenty. Yeah, guy. yeah, well, yeah. By, I'm not saying he's going to no, be a, no, a I, top I ten in any way, shape, or form. I mean, twenty ish. He, I could feasibly see, feasibly see him getting there. I like that. Let's go around the table and we'll, we'll just do it again. I won't make you throw both of them out at once. We'll just do one and one and one. Neil, who's a guy that you think is going to take the next step this year? Someone that you've predicted can help your team, whether you've acquired them or not, uh, that, that you might not have been so high on last year, but this year you are. Well, the, I was kind of high on him last T. year. And, and, <laughs> I love T. Higgins. <laughs> no, we've already spoken about him at length, but I'm going after Antonio Gibson. I agree. The supporting cast around him has gotten better, and I, to me, that team's pretty, pretty much gotten stacked. Logan Thomas, Samuel, yeah, you know, um, McLaurin, yeah, capable, capable quarterback. Diami Brown might, be yeah, Diami really Brown, Adam Humphreys, yeah, uh, uh, Humphreys, um, no, it is Humphreys, yeah, Humphreys. It's it's, the great supporting cast are not relying totally on him anymore. They're not targeting him. I just see a big. To me, he's gonna be a top five guy at the end of the year. And they keep saying, I know you shouldn't pay attention to everything you read, but they keep saying that they want him to be the McCaffrey of that team. How huge would he be? Because, I mean, he kind of was last year. Like, they, gave, right, him, they yeah. gave him the ball a lot. He scored touchdowns. They threw it to him. I love the guy. I can't acquire a single share of him. No, no I one can't. Will give him I've up. Tried, I've I don't tried. blame him. I mean, obviously, I'm a WFT fan, fan currently right now. Until next year, I'll, of course, pick a different team. Right. But, um... I, I do want every share I can of him, but like nobody's getting off of him, which he shouldn't. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Uh, a guy I've never been super high on besides drafting him from the get-go in Dynasty and then quickly trying to sell him that I actually believe in this time around, I finally am on board with acquiring Corey Davis. Uh, Zach yes. Wilson has eyes for him. Uh, he finished the year super strong, had a great stretch uh, you know, mid-season till the end of the year of great games besides one egg at the end. He may have went out on that one. I don't know. But Corey Davis, I, I'm a believer. I, I don't love Jamison Crowder. Denzel Mims is not ready. Elijah Moore is a rookie. I'm not counting on any rookie to give me big wide receiving stats this year. I don't care what their name is, but I will go after Corey Davis shares because I think Zach Wilson will throw the ball to him. I think he's going to be his favorite target. He finished his number 31 overall, at least in – uh, let me see. Was that points per game or just points? I better refresh. Okay, so, again, so I thought he was higher than that. Corey Davis, thirty no thirty one total <laughs> points wide receiver wise in our league format. Uh, but that but that was missing a few games, missing a couple games and dropping a couple eggs. He still finished thirty one, and it took him <laughs> half the year to get going. I like that, I like that one spread he had where he had all these double digit games. That was literally like the week after we made fun of him. Then yes. all of a sudden, like weeks of like, yeah. Multiple- <laughs> Yeah, and I and I've I've been out <laughs> on him for a long time, and I'm ready. I'm ready to go in because again, Julio Jones in Tennessee. I don't love it. I know AJ Brown's made it work, but that's not a place where two wide receivers are massively supported. But the Jets is going to be a different beast. They're doing this running back by committee thing. I don't like any running backs there. 
Zach Wilson's going to throw the ball. I don't care if he's a rookie or not. I think mm-hmm. he will lead all rookies in pass attempts, and I don't even think it'll be close. And I think Corey Davis will get over 120 targets easy. That wide receiving core isn't as bad. It, no, it's good. People might kind of like make fun of it. Like I said, Cole's not terrible. Crowder's proven, and Davis is good. Yeah, and Elijah okay. Moore look has looked yeah. great in the preseason, it's but like, I just know, don't know how long it's going to take for the whole unit to gel with a rookie quarterback. But I right. believe in Corey Davis. Oh yeah, Davis there. is a number one there. I agree. But all right, so being number one, he never could make it as a number one in Tennessee. Which, period, though it didn't. I mean, yeah, I understand it didn't have great quarterback play for Biggs Purp's career, but he was just not a number one receiver. And now they kind of have to expect him to be. Yeah, I'm not, he one hundred percent has to be. I'm just not sure that he can fit in that role. I feel like he's an awesome number two receiver. Uh, whenever you got solid quarterback play, I mean, obviously, yeah, the you know the emergence of Tannehill became a big thing for him. You know, to me, it's one of those things. Wilson has to become a Tannehill quality quarterback, which is weird to say that about Tannehill now, but he has to become a, a, a very quality quarterback to make Corey Davis relevant. Tannehill's still, good, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he, he's he's someone I would target if I didn't have a top tier quarterback. If I'm looking for the cheapest one, just throwing that out real quick, Tannehill's the guy yeah. I go after. But you know, I you got to, and you're saying, yeah, Wilson's probably you know lead the uh, rookies in passing attempts, uh, uh, passing attempts. But that's not to say that, uh, yeah, he's going to have eyes for Davis. But can Davis beat the coverage? He's been, you know, his career took off whenever he had a a number one ish guy across from him. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's totally true. But but then you got to think. I mean, again, I'm I'm going to be a broken record going from a run based team. Over to a pat. He's never played on a team like this. He we've only seen what he could do in Tennessee. And who the hell was the who? Who was his quarterback in seventeen and eighteen? It's been Tannehill for a couple years. Mariota. Yeah, I <laughs> fuck. I mean, and he managed sixty five receptions in two of his seasons, barely under a thousand yards. He's only gotten over a hundred targets once. That's probably partly his fault. But I feel like if there is a uh, What's that motherfucker that broke out Brandon after five, Lloyd. six years? If there is a Brandon Lloyd I feel like it wasn't like the nine league, years or something stupid, though. It was six, I think. Yeah. But if there is a Brandon Lloyd in the NFL right now, I think it's Corey Davis, and I think 2021 is going to be his biggest season. I don't expect 100 catches, but I expect 80 for his first 1,000-yard season, probably to the tune of like 1150, and I think he'll, he'll creep up to eight to ten touchdowns. And it's... Nobody's asking a major price for him. Uh, fair enough. Uh, it's not like his prices went up significantly. I just think a lot of people are going to hold on to him because they're thinking the same thing we are. I'd lo- I, I, would, I would love to have him a WR3. Exactly. That, love, he's I the perfect wide receiver three if you don't yeah. already got one that you can acquire, I guess. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, more of a flex play if that's uh, the role you have, but I got you. Right. Give me another one, Arms. Another guy you're counting on or you think is going to take the next step. Or, or just we can simplify it to a guy you're starting on your fantasy team this year that you wouldn't have last year. Oh, shoot. Um, Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman Jr. I think he emerges as the number one. I mean, obviously you can't be ecstatic about, you know. T.Y. is hurt again, too. I, I, <laughs> I don't even care. Water's wet. <laughs> you know, it, Evan Ingram as well. And Paris Water's Campbell's wet. probably hurt already by yeah, now. I think, I think he's fine. It'll take him a couple weeks to get injured. Yeah, he's he's almost there. He's he's almost ready for. He can injury. handle that preseason snap count. Yeah, but like I, I feel like Pittman becomes a beneficiary. I mean, uh, bigger body guy. He's you know he's going to be their possession receiver. He's going to have the vast majority of the targets in that offense. Uh, 
Easton's got a big arm. You know, Easton can push the ball down the field. And I, it, what's what's Easton got to do with any of it? Easton's listed as a starting quarterback here right now. No, Carson Wentz is yeah, good Carson, to go. Yeah, Carson Wentz is back. He's good to go. I didn't know his back hurt. Either way. Good. We haven't done a show all year, folks. That's yeah. This is going to happen. I did not know that Carson Wentz was back. I thought he was he's out back. For, uh, heck, I thought he was out it, for It's year. not for long. Yeah, oh, it's God Carson no. Wentz. I mean, he'll be he, out. He's almost injured yet. <laughs> he'll be out. He's ready for injuries. Like I said, Jacob Eason. Arms is just playing profit here. Jason, Jason, Jacob Eason's going to be able to get the ball to let's him. Let's keep talking about Eason, by the way. That's probably going to be the actual guy throwing to him. It probably team. will be. But, you know, there's just nobody else on that team that I feel is has possession receiver uh, capability. Everyone else seems like they're kind of a, a get downfield guy. I agree 100%. So you know it, who who's going to run you know your your slants and your you know your in routes your out routes who's going to do that it's going to be Michael Pittman. Well, and they've said the physicality out of Pittman and Jonathan Taylor in camp this year has set the tone for the offense. So you want to you want to talk about Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman in the same breath? I'm in because both of them both of them are going to be good. I think Taylor's a little overhyped right now, just a little because people are drafting him between 101 and 13. That's fine, but but I I don't know. I just don't know. If, Is he if really he's, going that high? Yeah, Christ. he's he's basically falling after McCaffrey. Sometimes after McCaffrey and Cook, I've wow. seen him at pick three in most drafts I've seen so far. Wow, <laughs> Neil, you, you got another guy that you're counting on this year? Well, sadly, out of three leagues I'm in, I'm counting on Mike Davis. That's a good one. Actually, I like Mike Davis. I'm happy to but have him. But it's a good story. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good why. What What's going on with Mike Davis? And and do you counting on him means you believe? So so tell us why. I'm counting on his produ- productivity. For once, Atlanta actually gets a running back who's actually somewhat healthy most of the time and productive. He's only he's even kill. He's not a boom bust type of good player. He's a safe. He's a safe guy to acquire for you know, somewhat reasonable value. I mean, very reasonable value. What, exactly. I don't know that anybody's on him. Like, what, what? I can't acquire him, but I mean, that's just because he's expected to be one of the few workhorses in the league. But I don't think anyone's holding on to him, thinking he's going to set the world on fire. It's like the volume, right? He's ADP twenty six, running back twenty six. That's stupid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's crazy to me because, like, I think he's going to have you know maybe a, a low of nine hundred yards, probably a little more than that, maybe hopefully. Yeah. And he's going to see probably 200 to 250 carries, which is a lot more than what most Atlanta guys usually get. Yeah. He'll, I mean, he could he could honestly push for three. He you could mean, push maybe for three. With, with their squad back there. Who's, who's, yeah, who's their backup? I also don't even know. Running backs. I mean, it's who cares? It's Quadri, is he, Olison. Is Edo Smith still there? Who Caleb knows? Caleb Huntley. No, Edo Smith is out. Is out basically out of the league. Just got dropped by the Vikings <laughs> yesterday. So there's, there's the no one. Derek Coleman. No, they got no one. I mean, Atlanta literally has no one. They had a rookie, Javian Hawkins, everyone was high on. They cut him. I mean, <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks are like, we believe in Mike Davis and only Mike and, Davis. And for the listeners, if you haven't looked at Mike Davis lately, you really should. His arms are as big as my waist. Now, to be fair, <laughs> so, yeah, so he's got three times. He looks like Terry Crews on the football field. But he, they do have Cordero Patterson if they need someone to siphon a few carries. Oh, my God. And he will. He well, would, he definitely I, like will. five. He'll, he'll get five. But Mike Davis should he should push for three hundred carries, and it, as long as he stays healthy, this guy's workload is going to give you running back two value, no doubt about it. In my opinion, I'm pretty I excited because be I needed I needed an RB two pretty bad, and he just having to get that job. I'm like, yeah, yeah, holding on <laughs> to a guy like that really pays dividends. Uh, for my next guy, I'm going to go Jacoby Myers. I, I invested uh, second-round draft picks in this guy in every league I could, a, a single second. 
as soon as he had a good game because I knew Keanu. We didn't like Nikhil Harry. I was he's, starting yeah, to say he, Keanu. Uh, he's battling injuries and not been anything. <clears throat> yeah, he's just. I don't think he's ever going to be anything. But no. Jacoby Myers, I banked on him last year. I didn't start him last year. I banked on him as a bye week receiver that I acquired for a second because I had a good feeling about him. And I this year so far, training camp and preseason games. He looks like the guy. None of the free agent additions they added at wide receiver, uh, Bourne, Kendrick right. Bourne, those guys are probably going to be okay. But as far as fantasy purposes go, especially if Mac Jones is in there, give me Jacoby Myers shares. I'm going to start him as a wide receiver three quite often this year, and I, I'm I'm very, very high on him because he's not expensive either. He's looked very solid in camp also. Looked really good in camp. I mean, I can't really speak much on that because I'm a homer when it comes to the Pats, but like he has proven he is a good number, number the wide receiver three in deep leagues. So right. but who, who are they starting right now at quarterback? I don't think we know yet. But because if it's Cam Newton, I'm, I'm out. Well, to be fair, like. But I mean, he he put up good games with Cam last games. year. So games. Yeah. But, but, but we all know Cam isn't playing the whole season as a starter. 100%. You're right. And Jones looked good today, too. Jones looked good and Cam did not. So I expect them to announce Mac Jones as the starter, to be honest with you. If Bill Belichick does anything different, I, I think his time may be coming to an end. The evil one. He should. The evil one, it's about time for him to move on. If if he anoints Cam Newton still. Because there's just Cam Newton has looked really good in one game and, and that's kind of it. I just it's time to move past Cam. If you want to bring him in as a rotational quarterback, on potential draws or uh, you know RPO, you, you go ahead. Do you want to play him as the Tim Tebow role in college? You know what I mean. The, his Maybe. freshman year of college. Maybe the goal. He, your uh, default goal line back. As long as you're giving Mac Jones most of the passing opportunities, have at it. Do do with Cam what you want if you want to. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Take Mac out here and there for your your funny plays. That that almost like makes the running back room a lot different too. Like if, if Jones is there, I'm higher on James White. If not, absolutely. It, yeah, James White. I would expect him to go back to sixty receptions. Right, that's how, that's, how, that's how it looks so far too. The dumps and all that. Yeah, even though Mac Jones is perfectly fine pushing it down the field. Right. I mean, kid's got a good arm. He does. Let's uh, let's switch gears and talk about rookies. Who's your favorite rookies in fantasy this year? We'll do the same thing. One and one and one arms. Who's one of your favorite rookies that you actually are comfortable? Maybe not starting every week, but a guy that you're counting on. To at least cover your bye weeks and maybe more. That's a rookie. I mean, not the default Najee Harris, right? I mean, obviously he's he's going to be yeah. a stud. He's a must start. He, I mean, he's going to be top ten back. Yeah, volume is going to be there. But you know, outside of him, like for the value, Trey Sermon. I'm yeah, not, I'm not it, in yet. On 80, yeah, but ADP thirty two. I mean, they don't necessarily. You know, you're talking about. But are cover, you counting on covering bye weeks? Right. Okay. You know, we're we're talking about somebody who. They run the ball like crazy there. They do. He'll get carries. He'll, he'll get carries. He's going to get carries in games that he doesn't start. He might get 15 carries in a game he doesn't start. Right. You know, and from a talent standpoint, probably the most talented running back they have. Maybe. Mostert looked real good I today. I like Mostert. But Mostert yeah, looked I, really good today, but, but, but we know Mostert gets banged up. Too. I can't really disagree with, with arms at all on that one. I, I don't I can, 100%. I, I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm more, I'm more off on Sermon than most. Yeah, but Sam, but Nothing like, to do with his talent. I just yeah. that that whole rotational system in right. same frame. 
but the thing is, like, everybody gets a bite of the, a bite there. Um, he he will get a big bite well most of them. So I mean, I'd be happy to start him in like like you said in a, in a week of, in a week of need. I'll throw sermon in there. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't think they're you know. I feel like you're going to move down to just two running backs, which would be him and Mostert. Versus, I mean, they were putting guys that yeah, you know, like, bagged groceries last week. Yeah, six, six deep. Jim Michael Hasty, you know, just yeah. random people they picked up off the street. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Right. I, I think they've got enough quality. I think to, it gave CM, CM Punk a few carries. They probably <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah, but for my money, I, I'm going to call Pitts. Uh, that you're counting on? Yeah, counting on. Like, I'll draft him as a top five tight end and, and expect him to start week one for me and stay there. I, I mean, that's not that's not crazy to me. I pretty you much, have pr- to. pretty much everybody agrees with that because like, the tight end like, we talk about all the time tight end landscape is not the best in the world. No, I think it might take him a minute to get going. But if you have him and not one of your top five guys, you're, you're starting in week one. Yeah, you have. To. Yeah, you pretty much have to unless you are already good at the position. If I if I have like Hawkinson, yeah, I, like, or something, Hawkins, I'm, I'm going to start Kittle them fan. for a few weeks, yeah, exactly, just but, to see what Pitts does. But then again, then again, if you have his guys, you're not going you're not going to have Pitts on your team anyway, right? Can, can, I mean, I'm well immediately. Well, put, you might. Pretty big name. I'm probably. I mean, your Pitts was in the argument of being the number one overall rookie, uh, rookie drafted this year, as right. far as for fantasy purposes, because he does have that Travis Kelsey ceiling. Like from athletically, he's he's more athletic than Travis Kelsey could ever imagine being. Travis Kelsey's a stud. You know, he's more athletic than George Kittle. Like th- these top guys, him he he matches up. He's probably. I think he's a little bit shorter than Waller, but I think faster. He's he's pretty much the second wide receiver there right now currently, which is yeah. great. <laughs> he may, to me, in my, for my money, he might be number number one. You know what I mean, it, it depends what Ridley does, obviously. But Ridley's going to blow up. I think Rid- Rid- Ridley's my Ridley's my guy this year. As far as like who's the who's the wide receiver you want? Like you any wide receiver you want? Who's it going to be? Sorry, it's Ridley. That's who I want this year. Every I, every league, if I could start, if I, I was in startups. He's my he's my target for you know my first wide receiver. I have spot. a note here that says Ridley wide receiver one overall. I I mean because I believe I, it. I, I think that's what's going to happen. I I was high on Ridley coming into the league. I, we all you know, were. Yeah, yeah, everybody loves talked Ridley. about how he he was going to move past Julio Jones. A lot of people gave me shit about it, but I think why he's going to get an astro freaking nomical amount of targets. And oh, by the way, and he's already he's considered open. one of the best route runners in the league. He's already he's always open, and he actually gets in the end zone, unlike Julio Jones. Yeah, you know, so the, I mean, he might. This is crazy to say, might break the target record. It's possible. I mean, that's crazy, but because it, it's, it's up there, it's possible. So I mean, that, that's where where I see him that at this year. You know, approaching record level number of targets, and from a maturity standpoint. You guys heard the name Quez Watkins? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, he hasn't done anything yet. He could be a preseason champion that doesn't do anything. But it looks like he's locked up the starting slot receiver position in Philadelphia. And he credits his big change from being on the roster bubble to being a preseason and camp stud is he got taught how to run routes this year by Calvin Ridley. I mean, that to, to that's... Larry Fitzgerald type stuff. Right. That's what Fitz did for years. And yeah. he probably still does it. Probably. Well, I don't know if he does now, but I mean, but he, for, I'm sure he probably is. But for years, that, that, that was his big thing. You know, he, he'd have a camp, camp, you know, have rookies, you know, second years guy, guys come out and, and train with him. And they most people fare better because of it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Hartline's one big year 
he worked with Larry Fitzgerald before that season happened. Then the next year come around, Fitz's like, no, you're good, man. And he's like, but I'm not. I'm not, dude. Please work with me one more time. That's what you got to do, work with the vets like that. Fitz, hit me, baby, one more time. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. All right. Who are we on? You can. It, we, it needs to be talked about, so let's just talk about it. Gus Edwards. Yeah, we do need to talk about that. Uh, to me, it's Mike Davis. It's Mike Davis. He's Mike Davis. He's all of a sudden Mike Davis. The volume's going to be there, so there's nothing you can say that would lead me to believe that Gus Edwards is not going to be a highly startable running back too. It seems like you know, like Gus. Gus is going to require a higher payment too. We've kind of always liked Gus the Gummy Gator. Yeah. Well, he went something stupid like seven, eight weeks, averaging seven yards of carry or something. He's, like, he, I mean, the guy is pretty solid. I, yeah. He's not super dynamic or explosive or the big play waiting to happen. He is maybe, maybe a little bit better Mike Davis. I think he's definitely a better Mike Davis. He averages 5.12 yards carry. He's been in the league for three years well, and has yeah. 130 to 145 it's carries. It's the point, like, the, the comparison-wise, like I said, the higher price tag is because of Baltimore's predominantly run team. And, and he, he, he's not, the new shiny thing since J.K. went down. Everyone wants he's not, Gus Edwards. He's now. not going to be cheap. And, of course, I mean, it's – I don't know. I think he's going to be higher – I actually think he's going to be higher than he should be. But, like – He will be. He's a good running back, too, to have, obviously. I, I think he finishes around running back 12 overall. I, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's that the expectation of that is fine, but how but right now people are wanting to charge you top ten prices to get Gus Edwards. I'm not I can't I'm not it. paying unless I'm already stacked and somebody wants my wide receiver four or five, you know, maybe a pick and maybe a running back, you know, like Ronald Jones or something. I might do it. Even though I think Ronald Jones is a guy to watch this year too. I don't believe in Fournette and I don't I don't care about Keyshawn Vaughn at all. I still think Ronald Jones is the best player on that team. But if I have got a chance to get Gus on a fair deal, I'll do it. But I'm not paying the August 29th price. They already have him at rank 22 in the rankings. As he should be. That's a good spot for him. Okay, so He was already going to get carries whether J.K. was healthy or not. That was going to be a committee, and Gus was probably going to get 35-40% of the carries already So I've, all right, between the two of them. We'll play a little, you know, who would you rather have? Okay. Okay. Obviously, you're taking CMC. Obviously, you're taking Cook. Obviously, you're taking Barkley. Obviously, you're taking Kamara. You're going to take Henry. Barkley's scary to me, too. That's a guy I'm hands off. Okay. Of. Zeke. I'm, I'm going by ADP right now. I, I can't take Gus over Zeke. Okay. I, we don't, I, I'm not hating on <laughs> Zeke that much. I'm just worried about like, him long term. Like, yeah. Aaron Jones. No. No. Aaron Jones. Okay. Nick Chubb. Still Nick Chubb. Antonio Gibson. Still Antonio yeah, Gibson. Gibson. Gibson's going to catch the ball. Gus is not. I think it's a little closer and your guys are going to give it credit for Well, fuck that. All right, because <laughs> I've gotten Naj- – because next on the list is Najee Harris. Obviously, I'm taking Najee above Najee. Um, Joe Mixon. I'm still taking Mixon. The receptions mean a lot to me. I'm Gus, not, Gus is I'm, not I'm, catching I'm, the ball. It's weird. Like, I'm uh, taking where, Edwards over Mixon. But where they, have no. him, where they have him at 22 is also about where he should be. I'm I'm, I'm sure there's a name no, coming up. And that's Hilaire. Robinson, Montgomery, Sanders, okay. Swift, Carson, Jacobs. Give him to me over Robinson. Sure, I'd rather I have that. Ever, I'd rather James Robinson. Yes, I, that, so I think it's close. Rookie quarterback. They're going to want to throw it more than they did last year. That offense looked like shit until the good today. Day. Yeah, the, man, Trevor looked good today. Yes, but they look like absolute garbage before that. James Robinson again. He's going to be fine, but I like Gus more in that offense than I do James in that offense. Edwards Lair. 
Uh, I I kind of like Gus. I I I can agree with the Gu- Gus versus Delaire argument, but value wise, is it's could be a big disparity. You, I think you still. got. I mean, you unless if someone's if I have Gus and someone offers me Delaire, I'm I'm breaking their arm, right? But you know. <laughs> It costs a lot to get Edwards Lair. Right. Because he is the future. Gus is like the right now. JK potentially walks right back into the future next year. So, I mean, this is kind of, this is a rental. I feel like we got a potential rental situation. There's a lot of guys in the top 15 that require top five prices to get them. Right. Yeah. Because that's the state of running backs in fantasy right now. All right. So, David Montgomery. Man, I, I think Monty's gonna have a good year. Ma, I yeah, think Gus got a mile. I got to take David Montgomery because Montgomery's the workhorse, and he caught balls last year. Uh, Gus by a mile. Back half of the year, Montgomery is he's pretty much a force. Yep. Miles Sanders. G- give me Gus. Yes, I, I Miles agree. Sanders is one of my biggest fades. I don't like Miles Sanders. Like I like him when he's on the field, but again, it's De- <laughs> it's it's DeAndre Swift all over again. And I know Swift is second year, and he's not just sorry about injury it. tag. I just I don't believe he's ever gonna be healthy. Same with Miles. Chris Carson. Uh, give me Carson. Yeah, Carson, take, Carson all day, I man. Think, man Don't know. you disrespect Carson again. I, Carson, I, I know. I, know I, I make that mistake every they, year. They gave Carson a lot of money, and they're going to give Carson a lot of carries and throw the ball his way. I just no, but there's no one on that team that that'll be better getting the ball in their hands from behind the quarterback than Carson. I just feel like Gus ends up with like outside of Lamar Jackson, you know, seventy percent of the carries on that. that I team. agree, seventy to eighty percent. I agree, like, but I, but I think. I'm thinking of receptions here, and Justice Hill is probably going to be the receptions guy there. I mean, Edwards never had to have the role. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, they've never thrown him the ball either. He's never been the third <laughs> down back. He's J.K. Dobbins was going to be the third down back, and Justice Hill sprinkled in, and now it's going to be Gus, Lotta Hill. Who knows? Lamar Jackson might line up at running back, and uh, that Huntley guy throw him some passes You know, right outside the line. Who's going to be the starting running back in Los Angeles for the Rams? It's Daryl Henderson. Mm. I mean, it's Daryl Henderson 100% until they realize Daryl Henderson's not that great. And it'll, I think, I think game one, Henderson will get the bulk of the workload. From then on out, you're going to see more and more of a committee. You're going to see Sony Michelle mix in more. It's going to be, it's going to be a San Francisco slash New York Jets situation there, but not for a few games. For a few games, you're going to be like, Daryl Henderson's getting the, the volume, but then it's going to dwindle because he's just not that great. I, I I hope Sony Michelle comes in as he, the healthiest he's ever been, you know. But obviously, there's you know health concerns with him. They needed him because I I, I feel like trade. I feel like from I feel like he's more talented than running backs they have outside of Cam Akers, which obviously is out. It it just depends. This, this could be another Corey Davis situation. Corey Davis on the Titans, not so interested. Sony Michelle on the Patriots, not so interested. But now that they've switched teams, I'm a little more interested. I'm, I'm Michelle. Has an opportunity to be better than he's been it's, it's, in a while. It, yeah, our our guys actually has Michelle being number one. Which they're could right. Be. It's not, it's not, they're, like, they're always right. Could be. You know what I mean? They're 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 up to date way quicker than ESPN. They're up to date quicker than I mean than most team websites. I mean that's what depth charts I look at. I go to uh, our lines too. for every single one of them. And we have no association with them, by the way. No, we have no association with anybody. We just came out of retirement tonight for a for a night. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. We just aren't doing shit. <laughs> All right. Who are you were just talking about? Okay. So we were talking about the Gus uh, Gummy Gator Edwards situation, uh, LA Rams situation. We kind of touched on that. What about this Jet situation before we start naming some more players that we're high on or low on? Is there, like, obviously you're not counting on a Jets running back to do much for you, but if, uh, if, if 
if a guy was holding his penis to your head and said you have to pick one, what running back are you picking for the Jets to eventually get more than just a third of the carries? I fold. <laughs> I mean, take Carter, right? Long, Carter, long term, I think it has to be. Uh, but I, I'm not going to lie to you. I really like Ty Johnson. I, uh, he's probably the last one anyone likes, but I, think I, ha- I have a belief that Ty Johnson is going to develop into one of those late bloomers. Not that's a fantasy stud, but that is a very important part of a rotation. I don't believe in Tevin Coleman at all. I don't either. No, like, nobody does. Nobody to does. me, it's going to be Carter and Ty Johnson, and I think both of them are going to be good enough to give you you know, that Trey Sermon workload, that, that bye week that you were talking about a few minutes ago. Like, give me, give me, I don't want to pay for either one of those guys. You're not going to pay for anybody. I'm but if I already had one of them and Michael Carter fell to me in like round two of a dynasty draft, unless somebody's paying me, you know, a little more than they're worth, I'm, I'm just going to well, hold it, on. But then again, like running backs, like it, it could be like the bottom of the barrel guys. Like it's a, it's a rookie running back per round. He's like, yeah. you can't avoid it. You have to take a big fire on him and it sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, people were taking Michael Carter early in Dynasty drafts yeah, top in our leagues. Stuff. Like, you, you, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I know that he's okay, but he's still going to a team that's going to be a full-blown committee. Like, I get that you like him. And the dumpster fire. They're not going to be good. I mean, no. I, 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 it's not like he's going to be there to wind down the game with a win. No, I mean, exactly. Maybe to prevent what, you know, could be a mercy rule they don't have at in the no, NFL. But. Their skill positions have gotten better. And their water, and their lines is getting better. They have, but their whole division's gotten better too. That same, but it's not as big as a dumpster, dumpster fire as it has been in the past, in my opinion. I'm, by the way, you asked Michael P. Run. See, I, he, I wasn't even thinking about him because they pretty much said he's the goal linebacker. So I mean, he will get you some <laughs> Dude's touchdowns. Explosive though. Explosive in the bathroom. <laughs> the Michael, not so much. I'm in the, in the. Explosive? How did you, did you ever see his college tape? Have you seen his pro tape? Well, I'm saying he can <laughs> catch the ball. He looked pretty good against slower guys in the SEC, but now he's not against slower guys in the SEC. It's closest thing the NFL, and I'm I'm a Big Ten guy. It's closest thing the NFL college has got. It doesn't matter. The ones he ran against apparently were slower than every guy in the NFL. I, I think he I think P Ryan ends up with some passing down work, and if he's a goal line back, if they ever get towards the goal line. Maybe he'll get a few touchdowns. It's hard to tell. The explosive thing's the only reason I cracked. I mean, I, it's hard to tell who. I mean, Pirine could emerge. I don't see him as explosive, but he could emerge as. It's, there's four freaking guys there. <laughs> yeah. I want no part of that shit. I'd rather have the Patriots backfield. Because and I don't want any it, part of that. <laughs> I kind of do. I think it's, I think not, it's a, not, not to pay for, but I mean, it's, it's no longer. It, it's a lot different now. I think Damian Harris is finally going to get a lot of carries, and Ramondre Stevenson is a rookie. They're not going to lean on him that much, and who else are they? It's just not. It's going to be well, different, I think. Well, Harris is the clear cut number one. James White's going to see his work. Then you got JJ Taylor, which is showing up, right? But I'm pre- they're pre- they're sa- they're the safest they have been since Corey Dillon, pretty much. Yes, but that doesn't mean I'm starting them. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying Trey Sermon, Michael Carter, shit. Whenever you say the safest that they've been, you're, you're just saying they've got. A, one guy you think is it's, going to be it's number one guy. Okay, not like I mean, obviously Garrett Blunt had his time. Like we had eight, you know, all these yards and all Jonas that stuff. Gray. But I guess the it, there's it's close to a clear cut number one they've had in a while. I, I, I mean, and that. they don't have you know a Burkhead out there, you know, just randomly getting three touchdowns <laughs> yeah. right. for six yards. Just and, like why is he there? Like you're you're on the two and you're giving it to Rex Burkhead 
no again it's not exciting but but neil's right it, i mean it's it's this is the this is their best shot at having a fantasy relevant runner not pass catching back but runner i love james White and too, one, to, to bitch about the patriots a little bit what is it with them taking guys and saying yeah i understand you caught three balls in college but you're our pass catching guy <laughs> and then they so, sony michelle they did sony the opposite. Michelle and james white yeah they did the same thing like, james white was a grinder son it, yeah so like hey can you catch this? I want to say he had like ridiculous, like his season high, career high in college was like six receptions in a year. It was something like that, like embarrassingly low. And then Sony Michelle looked like freaking Alvin Kamara in the national championship game. You're like, dude, this guy does it all. It's like, yeah. hey, you're dynamic. Yeah. Can you can you, you run can you run it between the tackles for us? You're you run between the guards more like it like, down below the yeah. five, Sony. You're, you're drawing bad as for all stuff. Yeah, seriously. You know, and that, that's a big reason why why I'm up on Michelle. You know, in LA, they might use him differently because it, God, it, they should. Their run scheme's got to be better than whatever the hell the Patriots are trying to do with people. Pray to God. But I will say, you know, Harris, unless they're like, hey, you're all of a sudden, you know, just our between the 40s guy. You know, and then we're going to just throw <laughs> between the 40s. Then, then we're going to throw JJ Taylor in here. And you're like, whatever, man. Yeah, it's 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 still crazy. It's still going to be the Patriots. I've tried, and I've also, I mean, I've tried to get Harris a lot too, and, and he, I'm, I'm sick of trying to get you running backs. I can't, you, you can't get you can't get anybody anymore. This is it's, the it's hardest old. year ever to acquire a running back. This is the hardest year ever. We've got a guy in one of our leagues throwing Justin Fields out there, and I'm Justin Fields looks phenomenal. And I know that quarterbacks aren't typically a premium, but this guy's asking for any running back that can help his team for Justin Fields. He can't get a bite. No one will send him any running back. Like, please, somebody, fucking give me Gio Bernard for this guy. Please, I need a pass catching back. Mm-mm-mm. I ain't giving you shit. I'm keeping Gio Bernard. I'm keeping Naheem Hines. I'm keeping James White. You ain't getting none of those. It's like it's like, it's like even like the Arizona backfield. You can't get any of them. No. I thought one of like, like Chase Edmonds can't have him. What do you mean you want Eno Benjamin? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> keeping him. Oh God. Nobody will give you a running back at all. I, I grabbed Khalil, welcome, welcome I back grabbed to Khalil fantasy, Herbert. You know what I mean? Khalil Herbert off waivers the other day because I'm like I'm grabbing every running back off waivers that I can. <laughs> If I've got room Thir- for him, 30, I'm getting him. 32 it, roster spots. You've got 28 yeah. running backs. It's, a, it's like me. I was like, I was, I was like, are you a Rams running back? Yes. Yeah. Bid on you. Grab them. Grab them all. Yeah. Check. I will take you. I'm looking through free agents every week. I'm like, oh shit, Monty Ball's out there. <laughs> oh hell. Uh, is Clinton Portis available? Yeah, but that's a whole different story well, in a rant, tr- though. Oh, Clinton's in trouble. It's, God, it's, tax evasion. Him, it's too many, too many fucking uh, Wesley Snipes movies for that guy. Mm. Oh, He's guy. like, oh, I love Wesley. I'm gonna do tax evasion too. Let's oh, talk about some. Uh, l- let's go a little bit deep. Whether it be rookie, veteran, whatever, deep sleeper that you refuse to cut when it's cut time. Or a couple of them, a couple guys. I've got a couple guys I'm really I'm holding on to tightly. That, not, that are not going to that are not going to start for you at all, seemingly. Mike Williams. Big Mike? Big Mike Williams. Big Mike Chargers Williams. Dude, Justin Herbert throws the ball six hundred times a year. Five ninety five is a rookie. He's gotta get like where the hell are they going? <laughs> you know, it, for for uh, Williams to only have forty eight targets, forty nine targets. Like, where are you throwing the ball? He, it's got to have an uptick. Like, he was pretty much healthy for the biggest part of last year. I know he was dinged up, but yeah, like, for, believe he's entirely healthy right now. 
Could be wrong on that. It was Mike I Williams. think so. I think he's fine. You know, talent wise, yeah, I mean, he he was a stud in in college, and he, he's, he's got, been okay in the NFL. He just hasn't done what we wanted in fantasy. He had a 10, 10 touchdown year, I believe, his rookie year, and then a thousand yard year, I think, the next year, and then it's like seven fifty. Like I I could see him, honest to God, I could see him breaking a thousand yards and eight to nine touchdowns this year, and it's not that he's gotten that much better. It's and I, and I was wrong on Herbert. I mean, I'll tell you right now, absolutely wrong with Herbert. As was I. The dude slings the rock, and Keenan Allen's getting older. He just seemed, he just had that Josh Rosen he, persona that, around him, and we've, like ne- we've never liked that. We like we like the clear leaders. Absolutely. Herbert was a quiet guy. We didn't question his arm talent. No, no. We just questioned whether he had the moxie to make it at the next level. And, I, you know, he's a, he's a different cat. I still didn't see a ton of fire or moxie out of him he just gets out there and does his business in college it felt like the only time he was loud was like after the rose bowl yeah that's it yeah and that's, it was just worrisome to us so yeah we're both wrong and that's fine he's good i wish i'd have drafted him 595 pass attempts as a rookie i know it's crazy and i mean yeah obviously eckler's gonna get you know his targets and everything but i i gotta feel like mike williams target shares goes up it should i mean i like josh palmer as a guy to stash on the taxi squad for the future but there's there's nobody that should be getting playing time over mike it should be keenan and mike easily in my opinion oh absolutely should be i mean it just there's no other options to me i'll throw out a couple names i love and i'm holding on to and if you're in leagues with me you know i'm holding on to them but they're both rookies kenneth gainwell in philadelphia philadelphia (laughs) philadelphia philadelphia huh there's no t in philadelphia there is not uh, but Kenneth Gainwell has looked great, and I don't love Miles Sanders just, just simply for the fact that I don't think he's going to stay on the field enough. Kenneth Gainwell's catching ball. He, this is a chance for a guy to have 10 to 15 carries and be the, the pass-catching back in Philly. Boston Scott, no. No. Uh, no thanks. Miles Sanders, he'll be good when he's out there, but I like Kenneth Gainwell long-term in Philly in a big way. And Kylan Hill of Green Bay. Aaron Jones is there. Again, this is just a stash. But Kylan Hill looks better than A.J. Dillon, at least in the preseason goes. I don't love A.J. Dillon. I don't think he's Derrick Henry light. I just think he's... He looks like it. I was going to say, have you seen that man's body? Yeah, he's huge. It's Mike Davis-like. It's Mike Davis-like. <laughs> and I just I don't think A.J. Dillon is going to translate. I just don't see it. But Kylan Hill, who only fell to the late rounds because he has you know uh, character issues... Hasn't had any character issues in camp, and the guy looks really, really good. Honest to God, if I'm Green Bay, uh, a team like Baltimore, like if they really do want to give up somebody, maybe a Miles Boykin or uh, mm-hmm. you know Devin DuVernay for a running back, I think Green Bay should look into that. Green Bay should look into moving A.J. Dillon or moving Kylan Hill or or maybe moving the big contract of, of Aaron Jones. I don't, I don't know. They would never bite on that, though. They wouldn't, but I'm just saying, if, if they need a running back and the you know Green Bay's like, well, we like – we like this Kylan Hill. Maybe we should. Maybe we could deal an AJ Dillon to a team, <laughs> or this Kylan Hill kid to a team because they're they're wealthy at running back, in my opinion, at least on paper. And I like I like Kylan Hill long term. With with the, the the Eagles running back situation, like I'm getting to the point where I, I say this about every episode we ever do is like I'm guess I'm sick of certain teams having the same problems over and over and over. Like Eagles haven't had anybody since Westbrook, Detroit as well. I'm, I'm sick of the same. Every year, certain teams have the same issues all the time. It gets old. I'm not even a fan of the Eagles or, say, we, we bitch about, like, say, even like the Bills. It's just, I'm, 
It gets old. It's like, yeah. find somebody. Outside of Jalen Hurts, and I don't love, love Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts has great upside. I don't know if he's going to fulfill it. But besides him and Dallas Goddard, I'm not really interested in anyone on Philly's roster except Rager, for Gainwell, and, like, and that's just because he's cheap a, and a stash. But yeah, who's going to be the best receiver? Rager, Devontae, yeah. Quezwat? We don't fucking know. <laughs> J.J. Arcega-Whiteside? No. He, apparently he's had a good camp. <laughs> I've seen that, too. No, like, I mean, apparently he might buy, stick on the team. I can't buy into it. Travis Fulgham might get cut. He was their star last year. They've I mean, got a different star every year. They did use their first pick on wide receiver, Devonta Smith. I know, but who's going to be the yeah, best? I mean, who's going to be the lead? Who's going to lead them in receptions and yards this year? <laughs> I don't know, Miles Sanders. Hey, I'll say it again. We, we, we I mentioned him a lot. Fred X is coming back. He's the number one. <laughs> Fred X. <sighs> Fred X is always up. Indeed, or always delivers. That's what it is. Fred X always delivers. Now, I know we all may be having fun, but I don't. Ha- I I did this knowing we weren't going to do a super long episode, so. Let's wrap up any other guys you got yeah. that you want to talk about real quick, and then we'll give our NFL actual predictions. Yep. And uh, maybe maybe we'll bring you another episode before six months. Yeah, my guy that I had picked out was like it might not, it might be easy little hitting through, but Marquez Callaway. That's a great. I I wish someone would give me a share because I believe I've tried. Lambert won't move him, but his his preseason has been astounding. To me, for my money, not counting Thomas, obviously he's a normal one now. I agree, hundred percent. He's better than the rest of the guys there. Winston's going to chuck it to him. I, I don't know. I'm really high on him. If you watch the receptions he's making, it's crazy. The I, physicality on top of the speed and on top of the ups that he has is just where this guy come from. Because no player has impressed me more in the preseason than Marquez Callaway. Yeah, this Not is a, soft, a single say, one. Just a sophomore man. I mean, that's a guy I would try to target if I were you guys. God yes. If you play, if you're a redrafter and you're amongst a league of people that are not hardcore into fantasy football and they don't know any better, get Marquez Callaway in, in the last few rounds. Yeah, Winston seems to like him. Winston won the job. Winston can get the ball Thank downfield. Thank God, too. by the way, no doubt. I mean, it's the right choice. And, and Winston can support multiple wide receivers. Yeah. We've seen he it may in the still past. throw twenty interceptions, but don't it's care. still the right choice. Don't care. Traquan might see another bump, but he's obviously shown he likes Callaway. Yeah. And, and listen, Sirius is a hard tech, and you can you know joke on Winston all you want. The guy really did have vision problems. <laughs> like he got that fixed. Like, yeah. Like you know, the, a little bit of a blur twenty yards downfield could throw off things. You might not see that safety over the top. You know what I mean? I, I'm serious. He's, so he's look good. I'm not trying to be an apologist for him, but no, the kid. He's always had a big arm. He's always been productive. I mean, a ton of yards, a ton of touchdowns. You know, a ton of throwing attempts. Uh, for him, he also just happened to throw a ton of interceptions. I, I feel like it's going to be fixed. And now, do I think he's going to, you know, get down to like 10 or less? No. It's just he trusts he, – he's a gunslinger. He trusts his arm right. a lot, probably more than anybody right now in the NFL. Whether whether it's warranted or not, he really trusts himself. But, you know, there he, there's going to be two fantasy-relevant receivers on that team. And I think he's putting more into his game He's putting more work into his game now than he was with the Bucks. Not to mention the Bucks wanted him to just throw the damn ball. New Orleans wants him to be careful. Nobody in the Bucks organization wanted him to be careful. They, they didn't. No, they didn't care. <laughs> I think they're on record as they, they didn't give a shit if he threw it up for grabs or not. They they wanted more touchdown than picks, and he gave them that. He typically barely, gave them that. Barely. In tw- yeah. 29 to 30, but whatever. Yeah. But 
I, an yeah. insane amount of yards too. Insane amount of yards. So you know, there's offense will flow in New Orleans. Turnovers will too. Another guy, or you not. know, who knows? Tony Jones. I know I like you've Tony. got him on a, every team that I'm in a league with you on. Or in. Yeah. I, well, the fact of the matter, Alvin Kamara has never been a true workhorse. No. He's came close. I mean, he's gotten 200 carries in his career, right? That's not exactly workhorse, workhorse. Production-wise, he's, he's got workhorse production. Yes. You know, not necessarily workhorse touches. You know, I mean, when Latavius Murray is fantasy relevant, and he's up there in age. Latavius Murray's getting older. Latavius and, looks slow. Latavius hasn't he always looks slow. No, no he was, he's, he's had fast. moments. He, he looked fast uh, with the Raiders. Okay, Kamara's never gotten 200 carries. Never had a thousand yard season on the ground, actually. But it's that mix. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot about that fifty six point game. Fifty six points. <laughs> I can't remember. Six touchdowns. Uh, who, Good that, God! Wasn't that uh, God? Didn't Dan lose to that fifty six point game? He did. Yes. Oh, okay, that's what I was thinking. It was him or a wide receiver that had a ridiculous yeah. stat but, line. But someone's getting carries, and it's it apparently is not Latavius Murray. There, a lot of folks have speculated he's going to be a cut. They're going to cut bait on him. And if that's that's what happens, then Tony Jones. Save money. Save money. I mean, ultimately. Save 15% on your New Orleans Saints running backs with Jones go. Especially if Jameis Winston ends up developing into like a better version of Jameis Winston. Something between Jameis Winston and, uh, and Drew Brees. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're going to have to pay Jameis. Yep. You know, why why keep? And, and that, that deal could be worked out midseason this year. You know, why keep uh, Latavius Murray? And it's not like he's got a huge price tag, but just don't. Just save the money. Just don't. Save money, have a rookie. Um, one guy I'm just not giving up on. I'm not giving up on Brian Edwards. No, I'm not, I'm not yet either because who, who's the who's going to be the number one receiver in, in uh, Las Vegas? It's not Zay Jones. Not, no. It could, be, it could be Ruggs. It could be Jones. It could be Sneed. Uh, you just don't know. Well, and, y'all, you know, <laughs> you know. Apparently, David Carr and Jones is show, or Edwards. The, Edwards. My bad. Talk, talk about Tony Jones still, but apparently they've shown a great rapport again. Brian Edwards and Carr. It's got to work at some point. I mean, it's if he is typically the best wide receiver on the field before the season. Eventually, he's going to be the best on the field in the season for and the he's, Raiders. He's banged up a lot last year. You know. Yeah, even when he wasn't, he didn't look great though. But year two, right. sometimes year two leaps happen. It don't always take till year three. So we'll see. Anyone else you got on your mind, Neil? All right, who's who's? What's the teams to look out for? Who's who's going to the Super Bowl? Who's going to come close? I mean, obviously KC, right? I don't think so this year. Not not my mm-hmm. not my pick this year. I, I'm surprisingly. I do. I'm, I'm, just I'm going Bills. Here. I thought you were going yeah, to say the Browns. No, I'm going Bills. I can agree. With, I can agree with the Bills on that one. Yeah, I, I do. I do really like Gabriel Davis. I've told a lot of people this year that I have yeah. no interest in him because actually I did have interest right. in him and I wanted him on the cheap. I, I've tried to get him too. Yeah. So I like Gabriel Davis a lot. Uh, Stephon Diggs, obviously, but you still got Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, and Emmanuel Sanders. As wide receivers three and four, they run a lot of four wide receiver sets. You that be whole careful position about group is going to be better. I know he's good. No, no. The problem with Beasley, like the he, Vax shit. He, yeah, he's very well could put his foot in his mouth at some point. Oh, it's it wouldn't shock me if he got cut. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah. So, <clears throat> but Gabriel Davis is the is on the same page as Beasley. He's, and Dick's numbers are but just he's insane. Not, he's not mm-hmm. as vocal about it. We're not as vocal. Beasley's no. like, I'll see the league. Right. Yeah. Beasley's going a little ham. So, mm-hmm. but. 
I like the Bills uh, as far as the NFC goes. Uh, you mean I, the NFC is not clear cut like it, uh, it it's, normally it's really is. not. It's really not. So what I'm going with, like we, we've, I've mentioned them once before, you got a team with good skill positions, the best defensive line in all of NFL, in my opinion. I'm going with Washington. Washington. Wow. By the way, I just want to go on record and point out that it was right. Again, Washington did win the uh, East last year. Oh, yes, they did. They've only gotten better. Yeah. Man, I don't. I, I, I can't get. I can't get behind that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna give Aaron Rodgers a little plug. I, I, I think he'll he'll do a little swan song thing and end up staying in Green Bay. I think they'll they'll go to the Super Bowl. Green Bay, Green Bay and the Bills. Man, I don't know. I, I feel like there's just too much animosity in Green Bay. Like, I, I feel think, like at some I think point, it might blow over by the time it's all said. Winning and done. cures everything. We all know that. Exactly. If they if they go to a championship game, I you know. Could happen if he gets past the NFC Championship. It could. It could happen. Could be there a little longer. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking forever on this because I'm, I'm kicking around in my head, and, and I'm going to sound like an idiot. But it wouldn't shock me if the Cowboys made a run. It would me. It would shock Dude, me. Dude, their offense. Not, I mean, Washington's going to win the division. Their their offense is insane. Their defense is not insane. Washington's like they a, have uh, only five number one linebackers. That's <laughs> it. I mean that's literally it. They have some good linebackers. Yeah, especially that is it. Yeah, if Washington has like somewhat decent corner play and, and linebacker play. That, that they're stacked. Yeah. So now you got Washington and, you, and Bills. You, and Bills, okay. So there uh, you I'm just it. trying not to go default and say the Buccaneers. Again. I know. You know what I mean? I like, know. Chances are they are. It, it probably will be because their defense is ridiculous. Yeah. Their offense is pretty damn good. It I is. Mean, and then you know, of course, Green Bay is the other default pick. So. Right. I'm going to go on the, on the outside and say Dallas gets beat by KC in Super Bowl. All right. I'm going Bills. Bills win it over the Packers. But Oh, by the way. The <laughs> Does per- the football team win or the Bills win? Bills. Bills. The, the Browns are going to lose in the AFC Championship. I agree. And the Buccaneers are going to lose in the NFC Championship. You remember, Washington almost beat the Buccaneers of Heineke. Yeah. Almost. Always and almost. almost. They, they do have probably the best uh, ends in the league. Best no, the line in general, it's insane. Yeah. So. Thanks for joining us, folks. Hopefully this cured some of your need for the BRFS. Some folks needed it. Bauer. Thank, thanks, thanks, thanks for, Bauer. Thanks, Bauer. This is a little bit of motivation for Bauer. us. Bauer. Stoops, hopefully you listened. Who knows how long it'll be again, but it was fun. It may not be that long, but then again, we hate doing weekly uh, in-season podcasts, so <laughs> it'll probably be a while. They get rough. Nothing worse than the weekly, like, um, you know, McCaffrey's going to get his this week. and um, Seen the you obvious. Know, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, probably a good play. Um, you know, regular season, not a lot to dissect. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next time. Good night. Later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.